For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's go. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at BetOnline have you covered. Ike, any wagers you've made recently or in the past that are notable here? No, but I tell you what. I'm about to start betting online. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm about to start doing. So y'all make sure y'all bet online, man. Shout out. Thanks for sponsoring Mark and I in the Believe and Still the Podcast today. Absolutely. Take advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. There's also, Ike, there's also an online casino that never closes. Never closes. I mean, do casinos ever close? <laughs> I, that's a, you know that's a good question in these right. times in these times who knows anyway so head over to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit again that's betonline.ag and sign up today cue the music it's time to start the show welcome to the believe in Steelers podcast on the believe podcast network i'm your host mark bergen joined as always by two-time super bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the pittsburgh steelers ike taylor it we are less than three weeks away from the opening weekend of the nfl steelers match up on monday night football against the new york giants it's almost that time my man man i can't wait you know right now we we couldn't do nothing for my son's au this was going to be his 14u so we had to cancel our season. This is going to be my last year really coaching him. But, man, just to see the NFL at least getting prepared, getting in training camps three weeks away, I can't wait. You know, that's, that's, that's the family gathering time for me. You know, families and friends on Sundays, I like to do a little gathering, a little get-together, you know, because that's just part of what I like to do. So getting this football back in action, Mark, man, I can't wait. Ike, that's got to be a little bittersweet for you, coaching your son for the last time before he gets to the high school level. Scott his last year of middle school. At least that's what the high school coach thinks. He just don't know. I got, <laughs> okay. I, I, got a, I got a plan. <laughs> you feel me, Mark? I got a plan. <laughs> On today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast, we begin with the Baltimore Ravens releasing Earl Thomas. Sunday's release came two days after Thomas's on-field altercation with teammate Chuck Clark. Ike, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. How does a team, an AFC North rival to the Steelers, release a seven-time Pro Bowler just weeks before the start of the season? You know, from what they're saying, it's been a buildup, Mark. So there's been a buildup of coming into meetings late, talking to staff and coaches a certain way, disrespecting some of his teammates, just not being a professional, which Earl is in that professional field. So from what I've heard, you know, they was trying to say Earl was a cancer in that locker room. And you know what they got going on for the Ravens, man. It's a young team. It's an energetic team. It's a franchise led by Lamar Jackson that on Sundays you can't wait to see him. Between him and Patrick Mahomes, man, you can't wait to see them two. 
Pittsburgh and the Ravens kind of have the same blueprint when it comes down to franchises, when it comes down to drafting, when it comes down to this is who we are. And what I mean, this is who we are in. When you play the Ravens and when you play the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know it's going to be a physical football game. You know the defense going to have some Pro Bowls on that defense. Of course, you know, Earl was a seven-time Pro Bowler, made the Pro Bowl last year. That was the crazy part about it. He just got off the Pro Bowl last year. But to release him during training camp, again, off of what you said, three weeks away from the season, this is just something that broke the camel's back from what I see. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's been a few things in the offseason as well. So what I got to do, he got to get it together. And he got to come in like he came in as a rookie. He got to humble himself. And he and, – because that's all the young guys looking for. And I'm sure that's what Ozzy and Coach, Coach Harbaugh, that's all them boys looking for. Hey, man, we got a guy who can come in. He knows how to win. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's a veteran guy. He's still got a little bit of gas in his tank. I'm sure he can help by secondary, in which he did. The secondary was nice. But to be cancerous to a locker room, man, you got to get rid of. That's that's not the culture what the Ravens is looking for right now, especially what they got good going on. I think this is yet another example. It's as simple as this. You will be employed in this country so long as that what you bring to the table exceeds any problems you bring to the table or any potential problems that you bring to the table. Earl Thomas, 31 years old, Ike, if I'm not mistaken, too, and this is something I wanted to get your perspective on, how rare is it for someone to fight with a player who's in their same position group during training camp? Like, I could understand a defensive back against a receiver or an offense and defensive lineman fighting, but to fight someone who plays the same position, who's on the same side of the ball as you, is that something that you had seen in your experience with the Steelers 12 years with that organization? We fought, bro. We fought, Mark. We fought. We fought each other. We fought each other, and we shook. And we shook right after that, too. Like, we fought and we shook. But to your point, it, it is rare to fight in the same position. I think I've only had one fight with the guy in my position. And I just felt like he was getting flipped by the mouth. You know what I mean? And I, I was a rookie. And he, he was a veteran guy. So, and I just had to, I had to let everybody know, like, this ain't going on this way. Like, if y'all got an issue with me, it, it ain't no backing down. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to do something. And he said he was going to throw my clothes in the cold tub. And I said, bro, if you throw my clothes in the cold tub, you might as well just get ready to fight every day. And he thought I was playing. And we fought every day. That's exactly what we did. But just getting the fight with the DB because he called me out. Hopefully they don't call me out. But from what I've heard, Earl got called out. Earl did something he wasn't supposed to do on the field. The young man called him out. That's something you don't do. That's something you do in a meeting. Like, come on, Earl, bro. When Earl gets to the side, like, come on, bro. Like, then you know you messed that one up. When you put somebody on blast, grown men feel some kind of way. Now, Earl retaliating and hitting the dude and them getting in the fight, I really don't know. I'm just going off of what was said. But um, like you say, it's rare, you know, DB's receivers, DB's running backs, DB's sometimes offensive linemen. But back in, back in our day, we fought, bro. We fought and we shook. Like, we, we fought each other, but we shook. I'm talking about DB's versus linebackers. We fought each other, but we, 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 we shook hands out. 
So did your clothes wind up in the cold tub or was it just the threat of that? No, my clothes wind up in the cold tub and he got his ass whooped. <laughs> Hey, Marky Mark. And you hey. knew right who it was right away, too. Because he, 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 I'm the rookie. He the big dog. He just got paid like two, three years ago. And you you know how he felt threatened by me. Like, I'm, I'm a young pup coming from New Orleans straight straight off the street. Like, I was with, I was with whatever. Whatever you was with, I was with. So, it, it was, if you look, man, R.I.P. Mr. Rooney, Paul Paul Rooney. Mr. Rooney and Kevin Coleman had to sit me down in the office and said if I got another fight, they would they was gonna have to release me. Cause I was fighting on and off the field. It, it, ignorant. Ignorant. Super ignorant. Super ignorant, Mark. But that's just what I that's 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 how I came in. That's all I knew. If you had something on your chest, that's that's what you that's what you did. You just fought. And you shook hands after. That's that's just how I grew up. It's not like that no more. You know, so but yeah, I get it, man. I'm, 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 it's a lot of testosterone in training camp. And then it's COVID. You really can't see your family. You can't see your wife. You can't see your girlfriend. You can't see your mom, your sister. You can't. Man, you really, you really in a bubble. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm trying to make the team. And I'm trying to prove a point. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of testosterone going on in that bubble. So, I get it. When this news first came down, my initial reaction was, great, the Steelers aren't going to have to face Earl Thomas now. But now the Browns might get him because Browns rookie safety Grant Delpit goes down with an Achilles injury. He's expected to miss the season. And so you look at the odds to sign Thomas. The Cowboys are the favorites, followed by the 49ers, Patriots, Eagles, Browns, and Texans. Ike, of any of those teams, do you like any of them as a potential fit to land Earl Thomas? Off of what just happened with Delpit, I like him going to the Browns. But hopefully it's not too much bad news out there for Earl. You know what I'm saying? For these teams. Because the teams, you name them, young teams. And Cleveland think they got it together with their new head coach. Of course, we all know, we already know what Philly has done. Even though, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, he's left. So it wouldn't be a bad look either. But Dallas definitely needs some help in that secondary. But like we keep saying... These coaches don't want them headaches, man. It's already football already hard enough. It's already hard. It's it's already hard being a coach, coming up with game plans. It's already hard trying to prove yourself every practice as a player. And then I got to deal with this. Teams don't want deal. It gets you out of the league quick. As good as Earl is, and I'm sure he probably made the Hall of Fame, but it gets you out of the just just look at the divas diva ish receivers. That's been that got their careers cut short because how they acted on the field. Now it is it's very it's very rare you see a DB getting into this situation. So hopefully Earl can get it together. And there are several examples of star receivers who've done that. We could just go down the list of players, but I mean that <laughs> that's an entirely separate conversation. Clearly, though, that the Ravens are taking this very seriously because. They will take a $15 million salary cap hit for releasing him unless they're able to void his $10 million guaranteed salary this season for conduct detrimental to the team. They said so the player that, counseling, they said it's, a lot of his teammates said they had enough. This is coming from a lot of the teammates. You know, and when you lose trust in your teammates, 
as a veteran, now you're really saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So you, you really don't, you really, you really don't care. Is what the team council is saying. Like we didn't had enough. We we didn't had enough. And th- this is one year. Yeah, I'm curious to see if there's anything to. Thomas going to Dallas because now there's been back and forth today of whether the Cowboys are actually interested in Thomas or not. And so it's hilarious to see Ian Rappaport's reports. And then he's been going back and forth with Jerry Jones, who's disputing what Rappaport, a very good reporter on the NFL network is, is reporting. So we'll see what happens there, but whichever team signs Thomas certainly is getting a tremendous talent. Like you said, Ike, if he can humble himself, if he can get right, you're adding a pro bowl level safety and all pro level safety to your roster. Yeah. You, you had the future hall of fame and you can't say that about too many seven, seven pro bowls. That's a lot. Seven pro bowls. is That's, that's, you're going to get on the ballot. I don't know if you're going to go first, but seven going to put you, we're going to, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. So Earl's got to get it together. I've been a fan of Earl since the Texas days. Of course, Curtis Brown, one of his secondary guys, we wind up drafting him in the third round and he played with us. So I've been knowing Earl for a long time. That Texas brotherhood is strong when it came to that secondary. So hopefully Earl can get it together and understand, man, you got you got a few miles left in that gas tank, bro. Leave it out empty. Don't leave out with a few miles left in that gas tank by acting up. Yeah, only 31 years old. Speaking of safeties, Ike, the Arizona Cardinals are making Buda Baker the highest paid safety in NFL history. Bring out the Briggs truck, four years, $59 million extension with a little bit more than $33 million guaranteed. Speaking of safeties, I mean, Buda Baker just got paid. Buda Baker from Washington Huskies. Washington Huskies had Sidney Jones, Buda Baker, and I'm missing two other guys. Now, I did my scouting on them boys when they came out, and I thought Buda Baker was a Pittsburgh stemmer because all Buda want to do is come downhill and FaceTime you. That's all he wanted to do. He wanted to hit you face-to-face. That's all Buda Baker <laughs> wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw Buda, I said, oh, I said, oh, my gosh, Buda Baker, Sidney Jones. I said, boy, Buda is a real live Pittsburgh stealer. Glad to see the young man getting paid. My son is playing safety, so I hope these safeties continue to get paid. Hopefully these safeties, by the time my son have this opportunity to get to the league, they'll be doing four for 100. That would be, that would be very nice at times. <laughs> That would be very nice and kind of whoever uh, <laughs> is going to pay my son that full 400. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, I'm happy for Buddha, bro. I've been watching Buddha since he came out of Washington, man. Buddha, Buddha's a hell of a, hell of a, hell of an athlete, a, a great safety. You know, I guess the Arizona Cardinals, they really like what they see for the future in this guy. Like you're going to have to patent that uh, FaceTime instead of the hit stick or absolutely crush the guy. FaceTime. He FaceTimed him. That's, that's fantastic. We'll FaceTime, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shut down the Wi-Fi. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah, that means that, that, that I, got, I got strong signal if I don't need no Wi-Fi. I don't know where this <laughs> Wi-Fi is coming from. <laughs> In other NFL news, the NFL provided an encouraging update with regards to its coronavirus testing. So from August 12th, Through the 20th, there were more than 58,000 COVID-19 tests administered. 
and that included more than 23,000 tests to players. Zero players tested positive during that time span. There were only six positive cases from the 35,000 plus administered to other personnel. Ike, this is really encouraging news now that we're less than three weeks from the start of the season. That's September 13th Sunday when the action fully gets underway. I can't wait. And then again, the Steelers the following Monday night against the Giants. To me, this is just really, really encouraging with how this is trending and the precautions that teams are taking during this pandemic. You're starting to see what it is to be a professional and the sacrifices you got to make and what you have to do. You, you have to adjust. And in order to make it in life, you got to adjust to adversity. And like I always say on my Taylor Talk Tuesday, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's exactly what the NFL and these players and the staff and the medical staff have done. They've adjusted. They got comfortable being uncomfortable. They understand that safety is first. You see them spraying down every helmet. You see them wiping down every cleat. Like, they're taking this to a whole nother level when it comes down to cleansiness. So that's what I like about the NFL. And to have not one case, and you know this is a contact sport, Mark. A collision to not, sport. To have not one case, you've been doing damn near everything perfect to test, what, 2,500 guys? Just, 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 just the athletes. We're talking about just the football players. We're talking about 25 to 3,000 guys. Total, all the NFL right now in training camp, nobody's testing positive. That says a lot about the NFL and where they're headed with this. And the sacrifices that you're making, another analogy I would make, Ike, is you want to play the ball, you don't want to let the ball play you. And so with regards to the pandemic, what are things that you can do to limit your exposure and to make sure you're doing everything that you can do and taking seriously all the precautionary measures that these teams have done? And that's something to transition to hard knocks that we've seen with both the Chargers and the Rams in terms of everything that these teams are doing to ensure that they're operating. It's really remarkable to get a behind-the-scenes look of how they're going about doing that. Yeah, shout-out to Shannon. Shannon is a producer of hard knocks. I was working with her for a long time. She's a young producer. I think she her vision is way, way beyond. The young lady, too coming from Penn State. But anyway, um, she does all her production and just seeing how her production team works, seeing how the NFL has adjusted to COVID, seeing how the players mentally, because, you know, a lot of players, it's still a lot of players who, who's not playing this season because of COVID. And I'm, I totally agree with that, especially with guys who, you know, who have immune deficiencies, whether it's them or their family members, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, they, they got babies on the way, so I, I totally get that, 100%. So um, some guys just aren't sure what the COVID is, and they just don't want to take that risk, and that's totally understandable. But the guys who came through through training camp, was going through practice, I think they put on their pass last week, for the most part, hitting, colliding, all that good stuff. To have not one positive COVID test, Mark, that's, that's very impressive, bro. I'm just happy we still have hard knocks and really just sports back in general because hard knocks from an NFL standpoint is like the only indication to me that the season is right around the corner. That football season is almost here. I have friends who have had their fantasy football drafts and I'm already like, already? 
already. And it's already happening because there's no preseason. Obviously, the Hall of Fame game got canceled. And so for me, Hard Knocks is like that one barometer that's actually out there to say, hey, this thing's actually a lot closer than it even seems to be. And I think part of that as well as with all the other sports that are back, we've had such great options, whether you want to watch basketball or baseball or hockey. Once football gets added to this equation, it's going to be, I don't know how I'm going to be able to keep up with all of it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm doing a lot right now. I'm watching Formula One. I'm watching NASCAR. I'm watching cricket. I'm watching uh, even overseas baseball. <laughs> I'm, 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 You're I'm watching doing, cricket? I'm, hey, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> Mark and Mark, I'm watching, I'm watching a lot right now. Football, I need to hurry up and come on because y'all got me watching all this. Y'all got me watching a lot of other sports that I usually don't watch <laughs> on the offense. Do you have a player or a squad in cricket? I don't even know if they're called teams or how exactly that no, works. Hey, do, do, you know, do you know some of the cricket players are the highest paid athletes in the world? No. No, I did not know that. Google. Google. Just, just start checking. I'm talking about $25, $30 million a year. I was like, what? Cricket? I picked the wrong sport. Y'all getting 30 a year? <laughs> you took the words from my mouth, Ike. <laughs> yeah, leave. <laughs> Ike, one thing I wanted to ask you about taking this back to hard knocks is in this last episode, rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert. Now Herbert is a first round draft pick out of Oregon for the chargers. And something they talked about was his cadence in that a certain pitch in his cadence would indicate a run or a pass and would be a tell to the defense of what is going to come. I wanted to ask you, is this something that you ever noticed with either quarterback tells or other offensive players with tells from that you're looking at from a defensive standpoint that lets you know, hey, a runner or a pass is coming. Either it was a receiver who didn't, who didn't snap his gloves together. So use the receivers when, it, when it's a pass play, they'll, they'll strap their gloves up. When it's a run play, they ain't really tripping. You'll catch a few receivers slipping on that. Usually for us, it was just formations. I was really too far away to hit a cadence. You know what I'm saying? The defensive linemen and the linebacker guys, they probably can, can catch on to that. But for me, it, it was just formation. Like, I saw, I saw the formation, and once I saw the formation, I looked at the down and distance. Once I looked at the down and distance, you know, everything just started rolodexing in my head. So that's how I went about. But sometimes receivers, you know, whether they snapping they, uh, their gloves or not, I caught a few, I caught a few receivers like, not strapping up their gloves. So I'm like, okay, this is a run play. You know what I'm saying? So they strap up the gloves. Okay, a, a pass play coming on. So that's that's just what I used to do. But like you say, it's a small things. That, 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 that's very detailed, what they're working on with the young kid. So, um, and he, he just got to, he got to understand. I'm sure he's going to practice that day in and day out. But that's, that's the edge defenses get. That's a small detail, a cadence, a voice cadence. Picture how detailed that is. Off of voice cadence, I can read it's a run or a pass off of the way you inflect your voice. Man, it get very detailed down in them trenches. Everybody's trying to get the edge, and that's a hell of an edge, but it's just something the young man got to work on. I'm sure that shouldn't be a problem. Some great advice there for any young defensive backs listening to the show or any coaches out there listening to the show that could teach their team of – you know, are there any tendencies? Ike, the one I always go back to with the Steelers is that Joe Hayden lining up on the left side facing the line of scrimmage. And I remember asking you during last season, 
how's Joe Hayden getting the read on all of these passes? And you pointed out to me that, okay, he's lined up on the same side of the ball every single down. And so he can start to pick things up from the offensive standpoint of what they're going to run. So some terrific insight there by you, Ike. Appreciate you, Mark. Yeah, you, when, you, when you one side dominant, I, I had to travel for the majority of my career. When I became one side dominant, it was easy. Because all of the, especially if you're on the left side and you got a right-handed quarterback, which the majority of the quarterbacks in the league are right-handed, that's what they're throwing the ball to. So all you picking up is tips and tendencies. All you're looking at, you're looking at splits of the wide receivers. You're looking at the formation, whether it's two by two, whether it's a tight end to your side, whether it's an offset running back, whether it's an offset running back and a shotgun, whether it's trips to your side, you're picking up all that. So after you pick that up, it's down the distance. Now after down the distance, once you say hut, you you roll you roller dexing what the receiver is about to do. And you get that after the first quarter. Once the first quarter comes, this is what the team is doing. Now they might do it from different formations, but these are the plays they're gonna run throughout the game. But you gotta stay in tune, you gotta pick that up throughout the first quarter. As we begin to wrap up today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast, Ike, I'll say this for hard knocks. I need some more footage of Aaron Donald dominating the line of scrimmage. I need more of that in my life. Man, that dude does a grown-ass man, huh? A grown-ass man, bro. But if you – just look at the way he work out in the offseason, man. And I got I got my little nephew, man. I got my little nephew with me. He's a D-tackle. And I said, y'all looking at the money and what they're getting now. It's the work they put in 20 years ago. And it's the work that they're putting more work in. Your, your great ones – put more work in after the ink dries on their big contract because they're never satisfied. Kobe said this, R.I.P. Kobe. Bless his rest of his soul. He said when he got to the league, it got easy because a lot of guys got paid and they got lazy. He said, man, Kobe Bean said, man, high school was damn near harder than what I had going on. Overseas was damn near harder. These guys get in the league, a vast, uh, the majority, a lot of guys that get paid, we call it laying down. And laying down means getting lazy. You're satisfied. Your good ones, as soon as I sign my contract, the ink ain't even dry. I couldn't wait to get another one. I couldn't wait to work out because I felt like it wasn't, it, it wasn't, that's Aaron, that's Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, over $100 million, has nothing to do. He's, he's a workaholic. He's a damn alpha dog. That's what he is. And you and I love seeing the man on hard knocks, but that's what Aaron brings to the table. He, Aaron is the heart and soul of that team. I don't care what nobody say. Offense, defense. He's the heart and soul to the L.A. Rams. It's a league of what have you done for me lately and what's next, the next play. And so you can't control what's happened before. What can you do next as a player? And certainly you can see that with Aaron Donald. I just want to see that. Give me that B-roll footage. Give me that video. I know we saw it in previous years with Hard Knocks with – the J.J. Watts and other, other players of other teams, but I, I know what Aaron Donald is capable of, and I just want to see him wreak havoc because it's awesome to watch. Man, you know how hard it is. He's getting double, bro. He's getting double, and he's still getting eight to ten sacks a year. He, the man's getting double down there every play. The, you, know, you know how hard it is still to, to be a pro bowler and still get doubled? Not not one man. I got two men. Not men's. I got two men on me. <laughs> I got two of the mans on me, them to every play. It ain't got to the point where it, 
he's so versatile. Coach put him at the end. Mm-hmm. So he can play anywhere on the line. And if Coach really won't get funky with it, I know Coach can put him at linebacker, let him blitz come down here oh, one okay. time. <laughs> so what, what, you know, I'm looking at it, what Aaron Donald can't do. You know what I'm saying? So he's just that athletic. He, he's fun to watch, but that's just him. You know, that's just that Aaron Donald, he's not fronting from the camera. That's, that's just him. I've been knowing a little young pup since the Pittsburgh Panther days. And when they say he was too short, that drove him. He, he really, he didn't really look for a car with no brakes because he's running into everything. Ike, you've got to put into a word to your producer friend. Is it, is it Shannon? Give the people what they want. We want to see give more Aaron Donald. Yeah. One, like, give the people what they want. 100%. I'm sure I'm going to text him. Ike, this was a blast. Anything else before we sign off here? Final thoughts. Shout out to our sponsor today, Bet Online. Bet online, baby. If y'all ain't doing that, y'all sitting around the house, y'all on the phone, on the computer, go to Bet Online, man. And just check them out, see what they're doing. But shout out to Marky Mark, Bet Online. This is the Believe in Steelers podcast. Ike T, of course, with my dog, Mark. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure y'all go in and give us that five star review. You know, it's just like going to a five star steakhouse or a five star hotel. This is a five star podcast. I'm glad you mentioned the five stars. We are stuck on 24 reviews on Apple Podcasts, your old number, Ike, 24. So send us the five-star reviews, and if they're any good, we'll read them on the show as well. Ike, thank you to you. Thank you to the listeners, and thank you to Bet Online AG. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care, and so long, everyone. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.